Welcome to Ramblin' Back Home, a podcast where we explore ancestral remembrance, local lore, and our living connection to what we call home. I'm your host, Naomi Muller. Hey friends, just want to throw a massive, massive trigger warning on this episode. I talk about my eating disorder, I talk about shame, I talk about my sexual assault, I talk about so many things that are deeply triggering. I don't want you to listen if you are not in an emotionally safe uh, state to do so. I feel much better now. (laughs) It was very cathartic to let some of it out. I cry quite a bit. I am losing Instagram followers just left and right. And I understand if you're not able to like <laughs> listen to some watch somebody break down. Um but it's it's really telling. Like I've had several friends today just completely um you know, delete me on things because I guess I'm making them uncomfortable being extremely raw and vulnerable. Um, I really, I do try to warn people and say, if you don't have the capacity to handle how upset I am right now and hold this for me, that's fine. Um, but I try to be that for many people, you know, I try to hold space for others and I understand if you're not able to for me, but just just know that this episode gets really raw. I say I don't want any solution-based advice. What I really mean is I don't want anybody to listen to this and pity me or say, do this, do that. Um, what I, If you do have resources for some of this shit I'm going through with my roof, that would be very much appreciated. Um, I'm just at this point with my roof and my home and my situation where I'm exhausted and I am no longer available to like do research on roofing companies or to beg somebody to come to my house or to um, do more research into the kind of loans I might qualify for. Um, I just can't do it. I'm, I've tried and tried and tried and frankly, I'm, you know, I met up with resistance from my husband for a long time And now I am so exhausted and every time it rains in my house, I am being re-traumatized. And I think I'm expected to continue functioning as usual, but if I go through another winter and it's raining in my house, I really, I'm not sure what's going to happen, but I feel like it's going to be bad, frankly. So if you have resources, something that I might qualify for... (laughs) I would love it, actually, but I what I don't need and what I can't handle is someone saying, well, you need to yell at the people who fixed your roof and didn't do a good job, or you need to, you know, whatever, go to small, small claims court, or whatever. I can't handle it because I've put that in my husband's hands. It is up to him now to stand up to the people who fucked us over. It is up to him to you know, deal with some of this shit because I can't do it anymore and I won't. Um, (laughs) I I literally, I can't, you know, I can't do more research. I can't force anybody to do what I'm doing, (laughs) which is chewing everything up, every avenue that I have going, you know, just going as deep as possible into what I can possibly do to fix our shit. 
Um, but it's driving me to the point of like, I don't know who would be mentally healthy, um, dealing with what I'm dealing with. And, you know, I talk really deeply about my specific trauma. I don't do, I don't give like, you know, graphic details, but I do talk about it here. So, um, you know, just be aware of that as you're listening. I don't have a guest. I'm not adding ads to this podcast. I really just, I, I'm safe. My son is safe. He does interrupt me a few times uh, from the other room, but he doesn't hear what I'm saying. He's just, he hears me talking into my phone and he is safe. We, I am safe. We are, we've been doing fun stuff all day. He's been gifted, gifted, give, excuse me, given so many snacks over the course, like every time he interrupts me in this, just know that I'm giving him snacks. I've been with him all day. I literally just took like 30 minutes to, to sit and vent. And, uh, I have a therapy appointment soon. I'm going to be fine. I have support, but I'm just really feeling it today. So there's, this is a very raw episode, and I love you, and please take care of yourself and don't listen if any of these things sound like too much. All right. Hey, friends. Naomi here. I'm just, I'm having a rough day, y'all. It is an anniversary for me of, like, a pretty traumatic event that happened in 2012, just going to go ahead and trigger warning this entire episode in case I end up telling the story, but I just, I'm very bummed because, I mean, I feel silly caring, but I have a TikTok account, had one, and I posted several times a day, like every day for, uh, I think about two years. <laughs> a lot of it was tarot education. A lot of it was me just making friends. I had over 12,000 followers. I did do some stuff that was a little bit um, flirty, right? But um, I tend to mark posts 18 plus if I thought, you know, if it was something I didn't want kids to see, even though that doesn't fully uh, matter. But a lot of the stuff that would get taken down that I created was like talking about astrology or tarot. It was nothing sexual. Um, and I even... I don't know. I'm I'm honestly so bummed right now because it's like, wow, one place, one small place where I felt like I was even able to like reclaim some part of my sexuality. Um, uh, it, it's been taken from me on the anniversary of my most, honestly, my most horrible sexual trauma I've ever experienced in my life. Um, so I'm just at home. I'm actually mixing up some, some, uh, hair gel <laughs> that I make for myself out of aloe vera and, uh, coconut oil and a couple of other things. Thought that I would give y'all that recipe. I have some like amazing guests that I've been recording with and planning to record with. And I just, I don't have the space to edit anything here. I'm just going to throw this out there because I want this podcast to keep going, even though it's like, <laughs> this is being ADHD, right? Like I have all these beautiful ideas 
for projects. I have all this inspiration all the time and like I let them die. <laughs> I let them die because I get, I mean, I'm looking at my kitchen right now. I'm just overwhelmed with the amount of stuff in here. You know, not even just half-finished projects, but just everything. The way that my house is set up. Because I have a leak, still. We paid someone to fix it, who was recommended by a family member, even. Um, and it's not fixed. So almost I 2000 or, yeah, a little more than $2,000 just down the drain. Um... And I still, it's still raining in my house when it even lightly rains, you know? So, I don't know. I really don't know. I'm trying to, like, keep my head up and not, like, freak out. But it's hard for me as a neurodivergent person to clean a house that's literally turning to mush around me. And there's so many reasons why the leak isn't fixed. And I don't want to just blame my partner. You know, like, this is a very vulnerable thing to say. But, like, you know, I grew up in this house. The main place where I grew up is gone. Um, but this is the other place where I grew up. And this place has been such a huge gift. And it's a privilege that I have a home. But I can't get a loan. So far, we haven't been able to get a loan to fix it. To fix the roof. Um, I need a home improvement loan. And it's really hard to get anybody out here in my rural area <laughs> to even look at it and fix it. So to even get like a quote, you know, so it's like all this red tape and like while I'm waiting for this to happen, you know, like my husband went and got a job because we need to show that we have, like, income and we'll pay the loan back, I guess. Even though we own this house, I own this house outright, you'd think that they could just take my house if we don't pay it back, right? Um, and I was, like, also so sure that me and my husband were divorcing, like, so sure. I've, like, told everybody close to me that, and now we're not, and one of my friends gave me money to help me like restart my life like several people gave me nice gifts um which I appreciate so much and it's like I'm so embarrassed to to be like oh I thought I was doing that but I don't think I am so you know I'm gonna offer back the, the money you know obviously and I've just been I've been working so hard like, every day for several months, just trying to, like, just trying to, in a way, like, bypass what I'm dealing with, you know, which isn't good, but I, I don't know anymore what to do. It's like I've tried every avenue that I know of to, like, get my roof, a new roof on my house. I don't want to sell it to a flipper. I don't want to go back to, like, renting because I can't afford it either, um, and I don't want to give up on the jobs, like, the work that I have, because I'm, like, doing what I love to do in many ways, but I'm also, like, terrified of what's going to happen at tax time. <laughs> I'm saving money back for taxes, but, you know, like, <laughs> I'm scared, y'all. Like, just to be really honest, 
I am I'm really nervous right now about my life. Hi baby. Do you need some snack? He hasn't he hasn't been in here the whole time by the way. He's You want noodles? No, it's no spaghetti. Not spaghetti, but you want noodles? Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Go back. Go back. Go find something to do, and I promise I will make you noodles. Do you want an orange while you wait? Uh-huh. Yeah? Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not, like, just breaking down in front of my kid. I really am not. Um, but even so, it's like... I. I just want to give him a good life. I just want to do good. I just, I don't know. You know, it's like, I know I have so many privileges. But this day, just every year, this day is so hard for me. And like the person that violated my consent, I knew them for five years. And they were like the first person I met when I went to college, like the very first friend I made. And I ended up, my life ended up drastically different because of what happened, you know? It, it did. I, I didn't finish school on time. I ended up, wait, you know, like being years late finishing my degree because I was just, other than being ADHD and not knowing and having a really hard time at school, I also, you know, I was traumatized and making terrible decisions and hating myself deeply and like every year around this time either it goes by and I don't even notice or I look them up because I'm unwell (laughs) you know like as much as I can hold space for other people and and sometimes even give people good advice if they want I (laughs) I look them up every year because they got no fucking consequences at least not that I know of and on their Facebook They have some shit in their bio about how everybody gets what they deserve, like karma will come around for everyone, like all this shit about compassion and being a good person and blah, 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 good vibes. And I'm just like, oh my God, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're a rapist. And you, you know, it's like, I really just want to believe in redemption for everyone. I wanted to like lie to myself that this person wouldn't keep offending, but I know that that's not true because I wasn't the only person that this happened to. Other women told me that they had similar experiences of this person being a predator with them. And like, I'm just sick of it. If you're my Facebook friend, you know, like I think I have 50 Facebook friends who are still mutuals with this person. And that hurts. It's like, do y'all not believe me? Do y'all not see my posts? Like, I have outed them several times. And by the way, not that anybody here is gonna probably grill me about this, but I did go to the police because at that time, I did not know how useless doing so would be. I went to the police. I filed a report. I did everything right. Um, and the the police did not really help. Like, they weren't awful to me or anything, but nothing happened. They kept my sheets, but nothing happened, you know? By the end of it, I felt even more traumatized because I felt, I mean, they were just trying to get a complete story, okay? But they interviewed other people who were at the party at my own home where this happened. Hang on. Here you go. Thank you. There you go. I'm making noodles. He, he's been in the other room, okay? Just so you know. Like, I'm not... 
telling this traumatizing story in front of my son, but okay. So where was I? I felt like telling this would be therapeutic, but I'm not sure that it is, you know? Okay. So I did everything right. And the one place in town, this was my college town, by the way, not where I currently live, luckily, but the one place that actually did help me is no longer there, which makes me very sad because it was like the only like rape crisis center around that I knew of. Like, I think they mostly served domestic violence victims and that wasn't me, you know, but I just have so much shame about this because I had people that didn't believe me. Like my best friends at the time did not believe me, which hurt more than anything. And in my body today, like I have pain. I took a pregnancy test yesterday because I was like, why do I hurt? Why am I physically in pain right now? Like, I feel like, is it pregnancy? Like, what is this? Thank goodness I'm not pregnant because I couldn't go through that again. It's the second most traumatizing experience of my life. Like, being pregnant was horrible. And the thought of going without my ADHD medication, like, seriously sent me into a totally different kind of panic. But anyway, I just... I feel that pain still in my body. It's been almost 10 years. And I just want to be over it. I just want to be okay. I just want to not cry about this anymore. I don't want to be labeled like a victim or anything, you know? Like, I really don't. And it's not even the only time I've had my consent violated. (laughs) Like... It's just the time that was the worst. (sighs) And I was not awake. You know, I was incapacitated. I drank, right? Like, I used to drink a lot because I was a sad (laughs) person. (laughs) I did a lot to kind of medicate before I knew what what was the deal with my brain, right? I did a lot of alcohol and cigarettes and weed and just everything that I could because I was just not healthy, you know? And when people find out that I was drunk, even though I was at my own house, it's like they blame me or they think, I had a friend tell me like, I'm not that kind of girl, like he wouldn't do it to me. And she like went hiking with him after this happened to me. And I was just so anxious that he would hurt her too, you know? Like, what kind of girl was I or am I that I would deserve that, you know? <sighs> I'm, it, there's nothing I could do to make me deserve that. Somebody, from somebody especially that I trusted, like, and I know it was them. I know it was. Because I wasn't the only person there. But, Yeah, I was fucking passed out at my own house. It's a house show, which I used to love to host out in the middle of nowhere where we lived. And 
Nobody would have thought this would have happened because he was my friend. I thought everyone's friend, you know? And I look forward to October every year. It's such a great time. But also this, you know? And also other things that are hard for me to deal with. And I don't even know if I'm understandable right now, you know? Like... This episode's fucking just not for everyone. It's pretty raw. <sighs> it's pretty raw, but I had physical evidence that I don't want to share here because it's really, really fucked up. <laughs> and if I hadn't, like, gone to the health department, if one of my good friends, Josh, thanks, my roommate, <sighs> Thanks, buddy. He took me to the health department, and honestly, without him, I would have gotten really sick and probably been in way, way worse shape. Um, because it took me a while to figure out what happened, and I've been really fucking mean to people in my life. I've been really harsh and really toxic, because I'm not making an excuse, but... I just, I feel so much shame around this and, and guilt around not being good to people. And I just really want to change that, you know, like, especially this past, I don't know, since having a kid, I guess, or maybe even just this year, it's just like, I get called ugly, like, all the time in one of my jobs, and I just can't say that back. Like, what is making you so fucking mean and bitter, you know? Like, that's all I can think about, because I've fucking been there. I've been fucking so mean to people in my life, and I just hate it. In high school, I felt like I got bullied all the time, but I know that I also was a bitch to people all the time. And it's so weird to hear what people thought of me at that time. Like, people... This year especially, people have let me know that they thought I was a really smart kid. I was really studious. I was, like, you know, doing... I was such a great student. And I was fucking miserable, y'all. I was working so hard because of my ADHD. I, like... I worked so hard just to, like, do anything right. And I was... Probably, I think in some ways looked like a goody two-shoes, but it's like, no, I literally hated myself. And only this year have I gotten my proper diagnosis that <sighs> I'm ADHD and anxious as hell. <laughs> and being on the medicine has been really tough because before I was on this med medication, I was on an antipsychotic that I didn't need and it made me gain a ton of weight. And so I, my internalized fat phobia was, like, on high alert, right? Like, I was, I hated myself. And then I discover all these food sensitivities, and now I'm on a stimulant to help with the ADHD, and it does help, but I don't want to eat, so I'm dropping weight, like, like, I wouldn't, I never would have thought, you know? And I feel, I feel the clutches of my addictive tendencies just I feel them I'm definitely in like a devil card kind of 
state where it's like, I could do it, you know, I, I could buy a pack of cigarettes, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it, you know, and so I have denied myself food, I've denied myself nourishment, water, everything, just because I, you know, I'm still, I still have an eating disorder, I'm always going to have it, I think, and I hate it, fucking hate it. I feel like I'm never going to fully be okay with my body. I'm never going to fully be okay with my brain. I'm never going to fully love myself. Because of, you know, ugh, I hate that. I feel like such a fraud sometimes because I teach people tarot. I teach people how to, you know, that they're worthy, that they should love themselves, that they should prioritize their mental health and their heart and... I I struggle with it so hard every day and today especially, you know. So ah uh, I'm going to be fine. Honestly, this was therapeutic. If you listen to this whole fucking thing. What, baby? Ugh, he heard me. He's coming in. Hi. Everything's all right. You are so angry. Oh, you heard me. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, sometimes I get angry, but I'm fine. Do you ever get angry? No. You don't? Never? No. I'm going to make your noodles. Here, do you want some chocolate milk? Okay, Mommy's going to finish. I was recording something, but I'm going to finish, okay? And we're going to go have some more fun. Yeah, we're going on a bear hunt with no daddy. We're going on a bear hunt with no daddy. That's right. Why? Because he's at work, baby. Why? All right, I gotta finish my recording. Okay. So okay. can you leave the room again really fast? And I'll be I'll be out. Okay. I'm super fast. You're super fast. I know. I know. Watch me. Yeah, I'm watching. All right, guys. Ugh, gals and everybody. <laughs> I love that baby. He's yelling from the other room. I'm sure you heard a little bit. I hate that. I don't want to ever expose him to just how much of a wreck I can be. I'm just feeling my Saturn return really hard. I owe so many people emails. You know, I've been, like, searching my soul, making sure that I'm ready to guide people in this mentorship for tarot that I'm offering at the end of the month. And I really believe I am, but I also don't want to let anybody down. And I'm just going to take a, another, I don't know, another little bit to, to make sure. Because I just, I can't take somebody's money unless I know for sure that I'm offering them medicine and value that they're paying for. So, anyway, I, again, ultimate gratitude for you being here. I'm not going to put any ads in this, in this uh, podcast. I just... I love y'all, and, you know, like, the ten people that listen to this, I love y'all. I love y'all so much. There's so much more going on than just me not having my TikTok anymore, and me not having, you know, a, a, a roof that works. It's like, it's hard for me to clean my house when there's a room in my house literally getting filled with water every time there's a gentle rain, so... <sighs> I know, I know that the, the wish for, like, giving me 
practical advice is probably strong right now. I just, I'm not available to it because I can't do it myself. I need my husband also to grill the people that worked on our roof, but we got a contract on a piece of fucking notebook paper, apparently. And yeah, if you're related to me or related to my husband and you're listening to this because you like to um, be nosy and and the only reason you're here is to talk shit about me, um, well, fuck you very much, actually. Um, I don't really care. I'm an adult. Uh, My husband is an adult. He won't tell you to go fuck yourself, but I will. So if you're here for any... Any reason, looking at my online shit, if you're looking, if you're here for any reason other than to witness my humanity or, you know, because my messages resonate with you or whatever, if you're here for any other reason with ill intent, like, I just, I, I feel bad for you that this is honestly how you're spending your time. Because for all of my faults, for all of them, I'm doing my best. I'm doing my fucking best to be a good person, to raise a compassionate person. And and that's all I can do. So sorry for the the rant there at the end. I just I'm people are always going to talk shit about me and probably about you too, dear listener, but you don't have to take it. Especially if you're an adult and nobody's financially supporting you. Okay? You don't have to take it. You don't owe anybody an explanation why you're not Facebook friends with them. You don't owe anybody an explanation why you don't respond to their texts or answer their calls. You actually do not owe, even your parents, you don't owe them for giving you a home and clothes and food. You don't. That's what parents are supposed to do when you're a child. So... If you have people out there trying to make you feel bad for existing or for doing what you want to do when you have no moral issue with what you're doing, then, you know, I just, I hope that you are able to rise above that shit because I am so tired of shame controlling not just my life, but everybody's life. We have these invisible chains of supposed to, of what's allowed, of what is appropriate. I just am so done with that shit. I am so done with appropriate. Do you know what I want? I want real. I want to be able to fully talk about things because honestly, shame is what kept me quiet more than I should be in the face of injustice. Um, Knowing that I'll be judged has kept me and I think many people from talking about their experiences that could help somebody else that could honestly save lives. So with all due respect to people who want their information private, their stories, their trauma, like I totally I wouldn't I don't want to out you keeping your shit private, but I'm not going to be silenced. I'm not going to be silenced if I'm speaking the truth. If I'm doing something that hurts you, sure, I need to shut up. But if if it's my story, it is my story. All right, bye.